morning to everyone listening. I'm Joan Hogan, as Bob just said, and I'm here with Dr. Rick Holm, who is our medical expert. He's ready to answer any questions you might like to call in. Dr. Holm's specialty is internal medicine. He's worked with the Avira Medical Group Brookings and has served as a clinical professor at the University of Sanford, University of South Dakota's Sanford School of Medicine. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Joan. And how are we doing today? We're, we're, we are we? <laughs> so happy. We are. We are. What we are we happy about? The sun is out. That's true. Uh, you know, it's South Dakota and it could be worse. There's no blizzard happening right now. The roads are clear. Uh, you know, I've got a, a uh, I've, I purchased a uh, wash your car thing. So I'm going to, I'm going to have a clean car. Oh, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> you will get your car cleaned. I, I was I, thinking about that. Where I, can I get my car clean that it won't get dirty right away? I don't know where. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just, Mine really ga- needs to be cleaned. Oh well, you know, I I haven't had a I haven't cleaned my car since summer. Oh, Rick, I clean mine a lot more often than oh, that. I'm I like terrible. a clean car. You I'm, are. I'm terrible. I'm well, that's because you're walking all the time. You don't notice the car. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, that might be it. I'm the. You know, there are people who are very sensitive to their cars. They keep them clean. It's immaculate inside. Everything is neat, like a uh, uh, like a pin. Uh, everything is organized, and that's that, their car. Their, their, that their will car not people. be your car. Is that the story? Never have been my car. <laughs> okay. Never has been my car. I have used my car as an office. Uh, <laughs> as I mean, uh, and uh, I've, Truly, I've gone through a number of cars. But we you know. know so many people who go both ways on cars, don't we? Yeah. There's some I don't want to name them that I you don't even want to get in their car, or if you could, there's no room for you anyways, and it's junk. You know, yeah. just cut. <laughs> and other people are meticulous and neat as could be. I don't know what that says about them. Maybe they're neat somewhere else. The ones that are messy with their cars might be neat with their home. You never know. Yes. Yeah. Well, interesting subject. I'll bet you'd rather us talk about medicine if you're out there listening. And the only way we can is a call from you. Be sure to give us a call at 692-1430 should you have any questions. Tomorrow night, you're not going to have a program on... We're, we're uh, going to record a program. Right. But for people who like to catch a show on South Dakota Public Television Thursday money. night, they're doing a fundraising. However, if you do want to catch... A show from Dr. Holm. He is going to, on both Facebook and I believe Sunday morning on South Dakota Public Television, they're going to rerun a program. On that, abdominal uh, pain. Was that it? Abdominal pain. Yeah. Yep. There December it is. 8th, 2018. A year ago. So a year ago, this was run and Dr. Holm was there. I'm trying to think who else was with you. Dr. Counter Lap was the uh, gastroenterologist. And Jeff Johnson. Jeff Johnson was the general surgeon. It was a really great show. Okay, so if you, d- if you just miss him and you have Facebook, you can catch it on Facebook or in the mor- Sunday morning. So yeah. That should work. Sunday morning reminds me, I got a call Sunday evening from my daughter in Aberdeen. Yeah. Um, my husband is the weatherman. He always knows what's going on with the weather, never misses it. We were fine here Sunday. Never looked at the weather in Aberdeen. Uh, and she called and she said, well, I just want you to know Maggie made it back to college safely. I said, well, good for her. Well, I thought you would care. 
I said, what's the problem? <laughs> There's 16 inches of snow in Aberdeen. <laughs> Dad would know. He said, he didn't. He never looked today. <laughs> and her daughter had to get all the way back to D.C. There were no planes in or out of Aberdeen from Friday to Sunday. Oh, they wow. got her on the last plane Sunday afternoon, connected in Minneapolis. <laughs> she made it. And well, then they went through Minneapolis, which yeah, was terrible. It was, was horrible. You know. So all in all, her parents must not have cared. We nope. did care. But for us to miss and not notice... How much snow was north of us? It was amazing. It was terrible. We, we lucked out here last week. We really did. We did luck out. Yeah. Our son, uh, Preston, came up from New Orleans and, uh, and is uh, just kind of hung with dad, mom, and uh, brother Carter and Julia. And uh, we a just great Thanksgiving holiday. Sat around and there was no singing. I suppose. glass of uh, wine. We didn't do any singing yet. Really? No, oh, I, I thought mean, for sure yeah. when your family gets together, they oh, singing. Oh, they usually we usually do. Okay, too much talking and, and enjoying did, the wine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, we had a uh, smoked turkey. You did. Um, I'm a traditionalist. I like the real thing. Julia's uh, friend brought uh, a turkey and we brined it for an hour for a day and, and then, then we smoked, smoked it. it and it was delicious well good and uh, we could have destroyed it i think i almost you know overcooked it but i didn't and uh, it was good i couldn't good believe time it. all around good a good time all around well, we hope everyone listening enjoyed this thanksgiving weekend and now we're well into the christmas season bob will not overdo the christmas music but he will play it for sure yeah. there will be christmas music <laughs> uh keep listening give us a call if you'd like we're going to take this break and we will return right after these words vaping is a term for using an electronic or e-cigarette there have recently been illness and death associated with vaping that is currently under study by the center for disease control Patients in this CDC investigation of vaping-related illnesses have reported symptoms such as cough, shortness of breath or chest pain, nausea, vomiting, or diarrhea, fatigue, fever, or abdominal pain. Some patients have reported that their symptoms developed over a few days, while others have reported that their symptoms developed over several weeks. A lung infection does not appear to be causing the symptoms. Anyone who uses an e-cigarette or vaping product should not buy these products off the street and should not modify or add any substances to these products that are not intended by the manufacturer. See a healthcare provider right away if you have symptoms like those reported in this outbreak. Brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Joan Hogan here with Dr. Rick Holm, our Prairie Doc, and he would love to answer any questions. If you'd call in with a question, 692-1430, we'd be glad to discuss it. Before that, if we don't hear from you, we would like to talk about the essay that was in the newspaper this week that you wrote on... Calories. Calories. calories Counting calories. Yeah. People say, it's too hard. I can't do it. I heard that three times this week. Just can't count them. Count them. Uh, How do you count calories? Listen, uh, before we do anything else, I want to say, please yes. give us a call. Call your question in. Whatever question it is, there is, make a comment. There is no bad question. We'd love to have your call. Uh, 1430 on your dial, 692-1430. So, uh, the, 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 um, so I rewrote the, the uh, calorie counter essay that I had written maybe a year and a half ago. And it was a little tongue-in-cheek about guys. Well, our, our uh, 
CEO or our, our business administrator, Barb Anderson, uh, reviewed it and said, no, it's, it's male chauvinist. <laughs> Barb would let you know. Yes. So and th- th- that was Good rejected, and this this other one was rejected, and um, so you it really was. It. it was time to redo this totally, and you and did. so I did. I went top to bottom. I redid the essay, and it really is a lot better because, and I'm she makes me better. She, she just does. pushes you to do it right. So anyway, um, it it was a story about um, eating less and exercising more. Did you hear that, Bob? Exercising more? Uh, And that you forget about what you look like. You don't goal to lose weight. You goal to exercise and eat less. And uh, that's the theme song. It should be because no matter how you do it, our bodies really want to regain weight. And uh, you've got to be an, an amazing person because it comes down to it. Less than 1% can keep it off five years. Less, Less than, than 1%. If you lose the weight, let's say you lose 40 pounds. Right. Well, only 1% of the people that lose that 40 pounds will keep it off for five years. So so let's say the very best diets, you know, uh, the commercial diets you pay money for, right? Uh, or these food supplement diets and whatever it is. Uh, those diets, people will lose uh, uh, 30% or f- maybe better, 40% at the most. And we're getting some calls. Thank you, thank you. So 40%, let's say, at the very best, will actually lose weight. After one year, uh, 30% of that 30% will have kept it off. And after five years, basically none of, none of them. So, I mean, I'm not saying don't... Are you trying to be defeatist for all n- of us? N- yeah, I'm, I'm trying to say, you know, uh, it would be wonderful if we could lose weight and keep it off, if there was an answer, a simple answer. You know, uh, I wish we had a simple answer. Our bodies don't want a simple answer. They don't want you to lose weight. They have our bodies say, this has been what you want to be, and we're going to keep you there. And uh, no matter how you work it, it you seem to to, uh, to regain weight. So, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't eat less. The data is solid. You, if you eat less, you live longer. So the objective is to be healthy and to live longer. And it doesn't have to mean losing weight. What oh. it means is if you do the right thing by eating less and exercising more, doing those two things, whether you gain weight or not, doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't, you should not worry about the weight. Your goal should not be weight loss. Should not be weight loss. You're, you're destined for failure if you, if you go for that. What you really should go for is 40% less calories than what you're eating. And if you look at what uh, adult uh, people eat, I couldn't believe it. We did a study in 70-year-old people and older uh, for a, a long period of time, and a uh, uh, hundred of them. And the result was that people eat in that age bracket, you know, 15 to, to 1,800 calories, 20, 2,000 at the most, uh, compared to the college kids that were helping me with the study. And they're in the 4,000 range. <laughs> so, I mean, it's an amazing thing. Calories uh, are the issue. And, of course, there's only three foods that we eat. 
you know what those are, Joan? Oh, tell me. What are the three <laughs> foods? Well, fruits and vegetables. No, okay, no. but no. No, no. Let, let's divide them into categories. All right. Carbohydrates. That's mm-hmm. starch. Inch. That's a lot of vegetables, really, of course. But it's bread, you know, it's noodles, you know. That's carbs. All those are carbs. Okay. And then there's protein. Well, the, the best protein, of course, is egg. Egg is probably the purest, best protein there is for you. And the third uh, c- component is fat. And if you look at it, we all need some fat because you wouldn't be able to absorb fat-soluble vitamins. I mean, you need to have... Your body needs a certain amount of fat, certain amount of protein, certain amount of carbohydrates. We've kind of overdone the carbohydrates, and really the the majority of people talk about eating less carbs. I think that's a reasonable option. Some people talk about being successful if they fast once a week. And I've had two buddies of mine, my age, right, my age, who um, who have lost 20, 30 pounds by not eating one day a week. One day a week, and it really made a difference for them. Isn't that something? They feel better. Yeah. So, uh, but I can't guarantee that that's going to stay off. I'm just saying they feel that's better. One, they feel better. Yeah. So uh, that's one thing. Uh, the, the long and the short of it is I, if, if we can make sure that everybody gets a mile in to two miles a day uh, on a walk uh, and then uh, and and uh, you reduce your calorie count down to, you know, 15 Decent to 1,800, number. then you're going to do well. You're going to feel better. You're going to live longer. Uh, and but when you say calories shouldn't be, or weight loss should not be your goal, don't look for a certain number, your friends felt better, lighter weight. Yeah. You know, so you do feel better if you lose that weight. Yeah. So it's kind of a goal, but it shouldn't be the ultimate. No. And I mean, because yeah, if, if recidivism on weight loss is 99.9 percent i mean so it's not a good goal that's the thing it's a lousy goal if it comes about because of the way you're living that's a good thing Uh, don't make it your goal sleep apnea for example is certainly improved by weight loss there's a lot of uh, increased uh exercise there's a lot of reasons to say weight loss is a goal and we'd all be better and blah 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 99.9 percent regain their weight in five years that's got to tell us something. Our goal should not be weight loss. Our goal should be eating less and exercising more. Maybe just being healthy. My goal is to be healthy. And if I'm healthy, I will eat less and exercise more. And speaking of healthy. Yes, sir. Wonderful hot chocolate. Somebody oh. brought me a hot chocolate. <laughs> well, I always bring you cold water, and you don't need cold water these no, days. No, I've been chilled no. lately. Yes, I know that. Huh? Well, we're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Kids are back to school and the spread of germs are in full swing. Parents, please teach your child to wash their hands often and use hand sanitizer when they can't get to the sink. Show them how to cough into their sleeve. If your child has a fever, keep them home from school, offer fluids, and encourage rest. You can reach your primary care provider at the Avera Medical Group Brookings at 697-9500.
Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Joan Hogan here with Dr. Rick Holm. And Dr. Rick Holm asked you to call. I love it when people listen to their doctor. Thank you. We had some calls. We do appreciate it. The first is from a gentleman in his 70s. He has yellow markings above and below his skin around the eyes, circles around the eyes. He is obese. He's on heart medication. Any idea why or what these yellow markings could be? Mm -hmm. They're little cholesterol uh, deposits. Really? Cholesterol not, deposits? Yes, yes. It doesn't mean that that uh, you need to be on a lower cholesterol-lowering agent or that you are sick or you're going to have heart disease. We just see this in some people. That's just the what we see. And uh, I've seen it all my life uh, with maybe 10, 20% of the people older than 75. Uh, and they'll have this, these kind of cholesterol marks. Uh, now, you'll see a lot of doctors who just immediately put you on a lipid-lowering drug, but the point is when you get into your 70s, mid-70s, there's no data to say that it makes a difference. There's a lot of data that says that it can be, uh, those drugs can cause significant side effects. So I, my, my recommendation is, you know, eat less, exercise more. <laughs> really? Okay. But it's not probably yeah. once you have those yellow markings, do they stay? Sometimes they go, they away, go away if you right. lose weight. I think that that's mm -hmm. one of the things. Huh. Um, I, I don't have good answers except to say that people see them. You can surgically excise them. I don't think but I would. not necessary? No, I don't. So that's nice. They caught him with something they shouldn't have to worry about, right? Yeah. Other than maybe they could try to lose a little of that weight. You know, and my, well, maybe they could eat less and exercise right. more we and don't not worry about weight. weight loss to be the problem. Oh, God. It's, you know, you can't teach this old mind to think ah. new thoughts. Okay. We, we all Forget the weight. Just eat less. Yes. Exercise more. Okay. Well, thank you for that call. Our next caller has a question. Um about flea bites, you know, from pets. Yeah. Is there any reason to be concerned when you get flea bites? Chemicals don't seem to work to clear them up. How can I get rid of them? Get rid of the dog. No, I'm sorry. That's not nice. The cat. <laughs> or the cat, cat, whichever. Yeah. That's, no. No, I think the answer is that you go into your doctor and you bring in your cat or dog uh, with you. And uh, I th the, the most powerful treatment of any kind of little bugger that's living in the, your hair, your scalp, or your animal scalp, the best treatment is a tight comb. You comb that stuff out of there. They used to, you know, we've got rid and all these different kinds of drugs uh, to try to uh, get rid of the uh, the head lice and body lice and all these things. Uh, and and animal uh, uh, insects that that uh, live fleas with, or the whatever. fleas and all those things. Right. I think what you you have to realize is you get rid of them by uh, tight comb, and it's better than the drug, uh, particularly uh, with uh, adult uh, or with uh, people with hair. And who have these things? Of course, you could shave your head like I. You my could. I just shaved my head. Did you just head. recently shave your head? Yes, huh? okay. I did. And uh, not because I had flea bites or any kind of. Uh, <laughs> but All it right. was the daggone chemo, you know. That'll it do just it knock, to you. Right. Knock the socks out of you. Right. But um, <clears throat> so if somebody has flea bites, they say they can't get rid of them. Probably they clear up, but they keep getting 
bitten because that cat or dog has the fleas. Continue is that to it? have the fleas. So what they should do first is get that cat or dog into the vet yeah. and find out. And I think, you know, in a vet will... We'll talk about drugs, and I'd go ahead probably with that, those drugs. But the answer is when the cat is allowed to stay out, you know, in the night or the dog uh, is outside. They're going to pick up fleas. They're going to get the fleas back. Hmm. So it's an outside thing. If you isolate your, chil- your children, your dog or your cat inside your house, you'll have less chance of uh, recurring I think the other bites. thing is if... They just don't allow the animals in the bedroom. That might help. And really strip the bed and make sure it's completely clean, clean it all, and make sure all of that's free. And you got the cat or the dog pretty well free of fleas. Keep them out of the bedroom. The odds are you might clear up. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. So now um, I think we should spend a little time about the value of thankfulness. It's a good time of season to talk about the the value of thankfulness. Uh, So if I were going to say, all right, what was the meaning of my life? You know, uh, end of my life, I'm, you know, uh, I've been approaching this cancer thing. So, you know, it's one of those things. You have been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it. So what are the things that a guy should consider uh, when uh, looking at your life and saying, what, what gave me meaning? Uh, and uh, am I bummed out? Should I be bummed out if I if I'm going to die? Well, of course you're going to die. It's just a matter of time. Uh, maybe it's sooner than later. But um, I think there's uh, several issues. One of them is that you sit back and savor the joy that is there now. You know, your family, your friends. You look at the things that you have. You've you've built through a lifetime of relationships and uh you just savor them you know enjoy them Uh, i think the other one one of the other major things is you look at your life and you think about kindness for example Uh, kindness is one of those things that will come uh uh it's an ethical principle of caring for another person, uh, giving, uh, uh, you know, kind of a, a thing. And we're going to have a show on kindness a week from this Thursday that will be live and very interesting with the head of the School of Medicine and Jerry Freeman, the neurologist that's, that's kind of shoving uh, the med students in the direction of kindness. And Jerry Freeman was born kind. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he just, he is, for those of you who don't know him, and I don't know him personally, but everything I hear about him, and when you see him on your show, the man is unbelievably kind. He's just a good, good person. And I know in the show you're hoping to emphasize the need for doctors to show kindness, right? That's right. You know, the, the issue is that 85% of my uh, tool to help people Eighty-five percent of the uh, the 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 effectiveness of my medications and my treatments and so on and so forth has to ju- simply to do with showing kindness and caring. People love it. They, you know, it they it they don't get it. We are not a kind society right now. This is a this is a tough time where people are angry with each other 
because of maybe the issues of politics or maybe it's issues of, of, uh, of uh, local politics or maybe it's, uh, you know, isolating yourself in your house or whatever it might be. So when you do a kind thing for somebody, um, that, that person is going to have a tendency to do Kindness a kind thing for you, for possibly. someone else. Yeah, or for you. Uh, so, you know, it's that pay it forward thing. I had just read, um, I look ahead to see what programs you're doing. I just read that you were going to do this on kindness. And it was the morning when I had to make a call. And my teeth started gritting thinking about it because I was really irritated <laughs> with this travel company. And I wanted to get it straight. And I thought, your irritation is going to come through. You just read this. Try to be kind. So I called, and I talked to this woman. I said, you've been so helpful. She hadn't. But it just, <laughs> I said, it's so nice. you know. And I just kept killing her with kindness. By the end of the program, or the end of the program, the end the of the telephone call, I got everything I wanted. She left happy. I left happy. Kindness did it. It's amazing. Try it out. When you're really irritated, forget your irritation and think of the person on the other side. Perfect example, Yes, Joan. the I kindness love that made example. a difference. It but helped you. It actually. really helped me it because then helped. I wasn't gritting my teeth anymore, and both of us were very happy. We're happy now because we have one more break. Okay. We're going to take that break. We'll be back right after these words. Car safety is very important. The Avera Medical Group Brookings reminds you to buckle your children in the middle of the back seat when possible because it's the safest spot in the vehicle. Remember that airbags can kill young children riding in the front seat. Never place a rear-facing car seat in the front where there is an airbag. Remember to buckle your children in car seats, booster seats, or seat belts with every trip, no matter how short. And set a good example and help protect anyone in the car by always using your seatbelt. Hello, Joan Hogan here. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio with Dr. Rick Holm, and we're talking about kindness. So here I am in the Orlando airport, right? I gave a talk on end-of-life care and, uh, and so on and so forth, and uh, thank you. And uh, uh, the, the, uh, we're standing in line. My wife had uh, gone through the line, and she'd gotten her ticket, but she couldn't get my ticket because... I was sitting in the corner because I was feeling kind of wiped out. And so uh, I had to stand in line, give them my cr pr proof of da-da-da. So I'm standing in line. And uh, the guy, uh, two guys ahead of me, uh, uh, was addressing a maybe a 50, 55-year-old man, kind of a handsome guy who was, uh, you know, f you could see he had been a fighter in his life. I mean, he was a strong person. And um, he beat this uh, uh, reception person at, at uh, American Airlines or whatever airlines it was, I don't remember, uh, just to a pulp. Uh, by the time the story was done, uh, the guy finally uh, gave him what he wanted, right? And so he's gone. And uh, we met him later, and, uh, you know, it was a cocky guy who... You who say I just yeah. told him how to do it, and boy, I you know I got my way. The next guy was, um, and I don't know whether he is from a foreign country or not. He, he didn't seem American. He seemed European by his nature. Okay. Thin man, uh, angled face, and 
uh, it wasn't beating the guy to a pulp. It was uh, beating him to a pulp and then uh, bludgeoning him with. Oh uh, my goodness! I, it was just awful. Two in front of you were two not in front nice. of me. Just blasting away, blasting away, and finally this guy, you know, he just said no. Couldn't give him what he wanted, and, and the was guy it. was unhappy and left, just burning. Right. Your and turn. So I came up to him. <laughs> I'm easy, no problem. <laughs> and he was he was sitting there, and he couldn't even talk to me. He turned to the lady who was work behind the desk ne next to him, and he said, "I, I can't do this anymore. I, I can't take it. it uh, I thought I had every defense, but I've I've had it. I'm 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 done." Wow. And I thought to myself, how mean were those people? And, and, you know, it was, uh, if you know about why, what, how do you know what uh, anything is unless you know the opposite? So, really, to understand kindness, you, you have to see you, the you opposite. You need to understand. And you really witnessed it, didn't you? I watched it. It just broke oh. my heart. Well, let's all think kind thoughts. You know, we had another call. I think you can oh, answer this quickly. It. Is the eight-hour calorie intake a good thing? eight-hour calorie intake? I don't know what it is. We don't know it's about that. It's a good question. I think the idea of a fast Which is might a good be thing. that. It so might be some form of a fast. Which would work. Okay. I, I like fasts. I and think a day fast, we could all do better. also hit you with kindness. The caller said, thanks for doing what you do, Dr. Holm. Oh. So <laughs> thank you. We hope all of you have enjoyed our Prairie Doc program, and we'll listen again for Prairie Doc, brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings. That's all for this week, Dr. Holm. Thank you, Joan Hogan, and thank you, Bob. And stay thank be thankful, everybody, and stay healthy out there. And be kind. Right? And be kind. Mm -hmm.